Oh, oh, hello. Uh, Sean Priestley, are you on? Are you on this line? <laughs> I am, Stephen. I don't know why, because I don't know if you've noticed, but it's a bank holiday. We're supposed to be on holiday. I know. I was just, I was just sitting here minding my own business, and then I, I thought I heard some uh, wheezing, and uh, <laughs> I thought, well. There's only one person I'm aware of that makes that kind of noise. It must be Sean but Priest. Hello. It is exactly right. Well, you know, I'm, I'm just, I'm never on holiday, me. I'm always alert, 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 and, and trying to uh, perfect our craft. So I thought I'd come into the uh, Riverside studio here and just have a play around. Sorry. Actually, I love the fact that it's called Riverside because it, it just it, it emotes such uh, emotions, I guess. It does. Yes, it emotes a lot. You're quite right, Stephen. Wow. Emits, emits mo- emotion? I don't know what the right word is. I need, I need someone in here who speaks English. Um, <sighs> but uh, yeah, yeah, happy uh, bank holiday. I know I was sitting here myself. I was just, we were planning to bring the podcast back on Tuesday, which we are. Mm-hmm. The podcast will return on Tuesday. But uh, yeah, today I thought we'd do a little bonus because um, you know what? It's, it's the bank holiday. Everyone's kicking back. And uh, I thought we'd just maybe, uh, I was going to say hoover up the week, but um, vacuum mm. up the week, I believe, is the right term. Because you can't say hoover up the week anymore because that's offensive to hoovers. Uh, quite right. And uh, Elon Musk would not be happy with you. But let me say, isn't this the podcast coming back? I mean, even though we say the podcast is coming back tomorrow because it's bank holiday and we're, you know, everyone's going to relax, chillax, I believe the youth say, but we're still recording this now. So technically, this is a podcast. So are you saying are you suggesting that, that this is actually a podcast? Are you yes. actually making that assumption? <laughs> yes, sorry. <Wow>. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think anyone's ever said that to me before. I'm quite touched, actually. Well done. Thank you. Um so how was your bank holiday? Was it nice? Did you have a nice time? Because we, we were off Saturday, we were off Sunday. Yep. Uh, no weekend yep. edition. So uh, that mm-hmm. meant that you got, I think, what, about two days. In fact, actually, when you add up the amount of time it takes us to put the weekend edition together, did you get three days of your life back? That's right, I did. And I'll be honest with you, I had no idea what to do with it. It was terrible. Um, Sarah had me picking boxes up and sorting the garden out. It was horrendous. I'd rather be in my shed. So, uh, yeah, let's never have a weekend off or a holiday again. So my wife and I went away for our anniversary. That's why uh, mm. the show was off. Um, no one else wanted to do it. So <laughs> I said, fine. Um, but, yeah, so we took, took a bit of a break. And uh, we had a lovely time. We went over to Edinburgh. And uh, I had a really nice time because I got a chance to, I mean, this is the funny bit, right? So this is this is how my wife and I roll, right? So most people, when they, they do anniversaries, they maybe go off to, you know, another country or they maybe go uh, on, you know, away for a spa weekend or a relaxed mm, city you know, break. Yeah, yeah exactly. Nice. Yeah. And I think a lot of people thought that's what I was doing. But the reason we went to Edinburgh, the reason we actually ended up there was because I was going to do a talk at her workplace. So we're both working, basically. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yes. um, and, and it's so funny because I was saying to my wife, I said, you know, isn't it so funny that the way we choose to enjoy our time together is at work, doing yeah. work? Of course. Work makes the world go round. How did the uh, talk go down? It went well. Well, I went to speak to the lovely people of Sight Scotland. And uh, it was really nice, actually, because, you know, I mean, Marie tells me about our colleagues and she tells me how wonderful they all are. And you know, you're like, yeah, yeah, let me, let me see this for myself, right? Let me, let me see what these yeah, people are like. I don't believe you. Yep. Yeah. And um, no, honestly, such a wonderful team. I'll tell you something, right? You know, I've not been in proper employment, you could argue, <laughs> not for many years, arguably. But um, I never have. It's fine. No. <laughs> but, you know, doing this isn't work, right? And um, 
going into an office nine to five and working in a building. You know, it's, it's been a couple of months now because I left RNIB what end of November last year. Yeah. And um, I mean, and actually, that's the thing, right? Because we weren't even in an office environment then either, because it was two years of pandemic. So I haven't yeah. really been in that proper nine to five environment since the tail end of twenty nineteen. Um, which is kind of weird when you think. Oh, well, we've slobbed out for the last few years. Let's be honest. We've let yeah, ourselves it's, go. It's it's been, and I'll, that was one of the hardest bit was getting up in the morning to go out. I mean, you know, I, I can get up early. I mean, you're the same, right? We both are pretty bad at waking up. In your mm-hmm. case, it's like four in the morning. Yes, um, and I did get into a habit for a little while of that, and I've managed to settle it. I'm now back to kind of getting up about seven or eight o'clock in the morning. Eight feels quite late now. Yep, um, and that's. Kind of just for me, I think because I, I don't know about you, but I, I get so much done in the mornings. I get so much. I get more done between say seven and ten than I do at any other time of the day. <laughs> Absolutely, and it's weird though, right? The hours in the morning seem to go like that. Yeah, I, they it, do. It's just the time before I know it, it's you know something to twelve, and you think, where did the day go? Half the day is now gone. It's ridiculous. I know. But anyway, so I got up early and we, we got through to Edinburgh. Uh, I think the, the thing was starting at half 11 or something. So we got through um, and it's quite, just it's a bit of a journey. So we got there and um, we, we had a McDonald's breakfast. Oh, that was the best thing ever. Wow. Oh, and you know, there's a kind of an emotional reason for this. I mean, uh, uh, well, <laughs> there's, an emotional, there's an emotional reason behind I've this. I missed you, McDonald's breakfast. <laughs> Hugging, I love you. Hugging my McMuffins. Like, oh, please never leave me again. Not too tight though, because you don't want to squeeze that cheese all over you. Um, squeeze the cheese, thank you. Don't squeeze the cheese. <laughs> um, but, please move on. Yeah. So, so you know, my wife and I, we actually talked about the time that before we were together, just just before we were together, we went. For, I guess one of our first dates actually um, was we actually went to McDonald's at like eight o'clock in the morning before we'd gone to work. And um, we had gone for this kind of rendezvous breakfast type thing. And um, <laughs> rendezvous. Don't try and make it sound sexy. Which, well, I was trying. <laughs> Let's you know, try thing romantic was, breakfast. It's that kind of thing where you turned up your, your every hair. Not a hair was out of place. You had brushed your teeth beyond belief. They were wow. you know, scrubbed back. You know, all your clothes had been freshly ironed. We'd, you know, it was like we had. Because, you know, that yeah. initial, you know, when you're starting mm-hmm. out in a relationship, everything has to be... When you're trying. Yeah, yeah well done. You don't burp, yep. you don't fart, you don't do any of that stuff. <laughs> no. You just, you keep it clean. It's like, it's you know... It's my game. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's all gone to hell since then. But, you know, we were talking about that, and that was kind of why we wanted to do it. So, you see, there was an emotional... And there was also another emotional part, which was I hadn't had one in, like, two and a half years. Mm-hmm. So I thought, it's time to it's time to do it. Like, I forgot how good the coffee is. You know, I love the Ugh, fact this podcast isn't sponsored by anybody, because I can just say this. But McDonald's coffee is the best. It is. No, I, it's the best no, coffee. No. Hash browns. That's the only thing I like about yeah, breakfast. Okay. I will order six or eight hash browns and a little barbecue, barbecue dip, and that's all I need. How the do you egg do my muffins, that? the sausage patties, all that. No, terrible. Rubbish. But the hash browns, oh my days, they are gorgeous. Wow. Well, it was actually so good we went the next day back to McDonald's, but we went to a different <laughs> McDonald's. Um, near home. A different a tour. It's like yes. a romantic tour for our anniversary, <laughs> big, darling. Big weekend away and a tour of all the McDonald's. And we went to this other one and it was um, it was full of school kids. And I'm like, do you, do you guys not go to school anymore? I mean, have, has school just given up? Is it just like, do you know what, kids? Good luck. You know, well, the world's going to hell, so forget the, it. Maybe they were on their way to school what time well, was no, this it was like one o'clock in the afternoon and they didn't leave uh, until about two o'clock or half past two and i'm thinking oh, did, did okay. school 
isn't school on at that time? I mean, I vague. I mean, I don't remember much about school in school times, but I remember that <sighs> I was generally in it. Are you sure they weren't just small adults? No, they were definitely they were definitely school kids. You that, know that way you can tell the school kids. You just know because yeah. they sound like school kids. They're giggling oh, over nothing, and you know, yeah. probably showing each other pictures, and of course, dropping drinks all over each other. Which was oh, amazing. Well, disgusting. Yes, yeah. children, terrible. Well done. I will anyway. say, I will say though, one of them very nice. What you know, this is one thing about kids today. I don't know what how other people feel about this, but I think kids today have got a much nicer manner about them overall. Um, because you know, I go into this uh, this restaurant and the place is absolutely heaving. And this kid comes up to me. No, I normally would have thought kids are quite shy, but this one came up and she said to me, "Are you looking for the two two orders?" She said, because there's a there's a touchscreen thing over here, and I said. No, I don't want to use that. I'd rather find the the counter. But there were so many people. And she said, oh, I'll take you to the counter. So she takes me, she takes take her arm, she takes me to the counter. It was lovely. Oh, the kids was, are great. It, it reset my faith in humanity. Oh, wait, I wouldn't go that far. Then I went on Twitter, and well, that was that. <laughs> um, <laughs> but it's all right. Elon's going to fix it all, so it's fine. Yes, um, but he is. Uh, apparently, he is. Or if you're talking to the next person in the street, and he absolutely it's the isn't, worst and he's the thing problem. Ever. Oh, you know, there's so many crybabies. Oh, he's going to destroy oh. the world. It's like, yeah, kind of, have you been on Twitter the past few years? I mean, I think we've kind of passed that point. It can only, it can only get better. And if it gets any worse, we're not going to notice because it's already in a bit of a bad way. Does anyone care? It's only Twitter. It's not. I mean, well, this is the, this know, is the thing, right? I mean, we come from a generation which. We don't we don't take this particularly seriously. That's the thing. I've never taken it that seriously. Well, maybe we're in the wrong. Maybe Probably. we should. Yeah. Well, we're I mean, out of they, step. they do. People take I mean, people live on these platforms and they just they just espouse everything about themselves. Every waking thought has to go into it. And I think that's the problem. I think people not only do they have the ability to do that, they think that their view is valid and is welcomed by other people. And frankly, I don't give a damn what half these people think. I know, it's ridiculous. It's like two people getting together and just talking and recording that and putting it out just on the faint hope that anyone would be interested in listening. Yeah. But, but, worst, it. but, not, even, but not even that. I mean, it's actually worse <laughs> because people are putting those comments out there and they're expecting you to either react or to just agree. And I think that's the problem. I think this is where this whole free speech argument's been going because I've been watching this all week and just so many different people. And I know people love to connect it to political affiliations left and right. I'm I'm in the middle of this. I don't think this is a left or right issue because look, there's there's idiots on all sides of the political spectrum, right? Yeah. And I think that you can you can argue the toss depending on where your p- political leaning is, depending on who's more idiotic than you, or you know, vice versa. So I don't tend to go down that route. I tend to think it's more about um, that th- some people, frankly. Just it, it, it's two sides, really. One feels that you know we need absolutely no regulation in order to have free speech, and another side thinks we need regulation in order to make sure the free speech is accountable. And I think that's ultimately where it falls. I think that's the two sides. And the problem is that neither side will ever win because it's Twitter, and everyone will, and that argument will just continue until the day we all die, which, according even... to Russia TV, uh, will Stop be it. next week. Stop it. I don't did you, even. Did you see that story? So Russia's oh, Channel no, One, here. it's a show called yes. Sixty Minutes, which I think is like a brand, national or international brand. But Sixty Minutes showed they did a simulation of what would happen if they sent off three nukes to Britain, 
uh, and France, and what was kind of another place, but yeah, probably Germany or something. But it was it was basically Western Europe, and they said that they could obliterate all of us in two hundred seconds. Hmm. Happy Bank Holiday, everybody! <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm drinking coffee. I'm putting three sugars in there. I don't care. Exactly. I've given up. I'm having a McDonald's breakfast. Why not? My wife and I were talking about this the other week. It was like worrying about this, that, and the other. And I'm like, you know, why are we worrying? You know, if the if the if the blue light's going to go up and that's it, then do you know what? What can you do? It's not going to happen. It's all talk. It's all bluffing. It's all stance. It's all posturing. But if it does, it's going to. It's not going to. It's not going to. This is the problem. But anyway, let's not get into that. Site Scotland. So I went. (laughs) Oh yeah. (laughs) I love how we dance around the houses on this. So um, (sighs) right. Yeah. So what happened was went to speak to the wonderful people at Site Scotland. I want to mention in particular uh, all the wonderful people I met. I met some great people, but I met Kevin the receptionist. Uh, Kevin the receptionist, huge fan of the show. Oh. Um, was so pleased. It, you know, it's one of the weirdest things when you meet somebody who says, oh, "I love your show," and I'm thinking, "Really? You listen to this?" Um, but yeah, <laughs> Don't Kevin loves people it. Off. Well, thank he says, you, Kevin. He says he listens to it on his Victor Reader. Now, I'm really pleased to hear that because, if I'm honest, I've been so lazy with my Victor Reader that I haven't even turned it on to check we're on there. But thank yes. you, Kevin, for confirming it. Yeah, we are on the Victor Reader stream. Hurrah! That means we are on Utunes. Utunes? Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's Double the name Utunes. of that thing. Yeah, yeah, yep, 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 yep. That's the name of the, the, the library that it gets the the podcasts from. But yeah, we're on Utunes, which is cool. Uh, but yeah, Kevin listens. Uh, you know, lovely guy. Uh, and you know, it's so funny when people start quoting the show back to you and you're like, oh, yeah, I remember that. That was a good episode. <laughs> uh, we, we haven't got catchphrases yet, have we? I don't think so. Oh, no. Sharp oh, Sean okay. is probably we're one good. of them. Garlic bread. Okay, let's Garlic carry bread. on. Yeah, exactly. We'll get there. Salad, which is my no, safe that, word. That's the safe word. That's, that's the safe word. When I shout salad, you know something's gone seriously wrong. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, so Kevin, thank you for listening. I really do appreciate it. It was lovely to meet you. And uh, you, I will say, you know, what an amazing place. I mean, just a beautiful building, beautiful people. Um, the home of the Scottish Brew Press as well, which was really interesting. I didn't get to see those guys, but... Um, yeah, just there's loads of great uh, people. And getting a chance to talk to the staff, the, the orientation and mobility team, the rehabilitation team there, and just, just really just answering their questions about tech. I, I got the impression, if I'm honest, that I could have been there for four hours and still not answered all their questions. Um, and that's, yeah. that's the kind of point, I think, of all this. You know, there's so much information people just don't, they don't know. And, and this isn't a sighted versus blind thing, because that's everybody, right? Everyone's like... Oh, to know this was a thing, or I talked a lot about Ira. Ira was very really interested in Ira and how that worked. Um, yeah, and it was interesting because I've been using Ira more and more and more over the past few weeks. Um, and I'm just, in some ways, I'm just kind of handing off stuff to Ira. I'm just like, do you know what? But that's I why I struggle for. with this. Yeah, exactly. That's it. But it's hard, isn't it? It's hard to give over to it because you feel like I should battle this. I should try and figure this out. But then you think I could also just get it done. And no, I don't you're absolutely right. I, you know, I did a, a thing. I'm going to mention another podcast, Stephen. I hope you don't mind. I did uh, an episode of Shaun of the Shed recently, right? That's, part, was, of the, that's part of the uh, production family, Double Tap Productions family. You absolutely it, must mention okay, that podcast. That, well, well, thank it's, actually, you. That, it's actually in your contract. Oh, sorry. I, I, I never you know, read it. a piece of paper we never bothered writing. Yes, it's not yeah, accessible. Uh, we also do have a contract, <laughs> but yeah. Um, in that contract that doesn't exist, but in our head does. Um, yes. Yeah, absolutely. That, Double Tap, Double Tap Canada, Double Tap TV. Yes. 
Okay. My Life in Books. My oh, Life in so Books. so many great shows. Ah, Your Tech a, Report. What a, what a production ah. company. Anyway, sorry. Um, you produce a lot of stuff. So Some of it's excellent. <laughs> <laughs> so the podcast... <laughs> forgot where I was going now. Right, so the, the episode of Shaun of the Shed, which is an introduction to technology for mm. people. Uh, you can find it by searching for AMI Audio Exclusives in your favourite podcast catcher. Um, anyway. In a recent episode, I did setting up a Windows laptop out of the box, right? And I made a big deal that I'm going to try and do this without sighted assistance. You know, a brand new laptop, never been taken out. I'm going to take it out, make it, you know, talk to me, and we're going to set it up and we're going to get to boot into Windows all without sighted assistance. Now, the thing is, I made a big deal of that. And then when I got to the a certain point of, you know, Okay, let's find out where we plug in the charging cable and find the, uh, the the power button even on a laptop. You know, where's the power button? You're feeling around. I had to go back and say, you know what? Actually, if you're going to use, if you want to use Ira or a service like Be My Eyes to make this process just that little bit easier and quicker, don't feel like it's a, the wrong thing to do or like you're, you know, you're failing in any way because it absolutely isn't. It's a simply, it just makes sense to use it. If you've got that service at hand, why wouldn't you use it? Yeah, absolutely. And just on that point about that particular episode of Shaun of the Shed, um, and I am uh, crossing the streams a little bit here, uh, but yeah, um, <laughs> we got an email in for Double Tap, which we'll talk about on the show, of course, this week. But um, uh, Jane Sharp writes in on email, um, Hi, I'm loving Sean's beginner introductions to accessible tech as a QTVI, that's a uh, qualified teacher of the visually impaired. I think that's right. Um, oh. I'll be sharing the Windows Narrator Basics podcast with one of my learners. It'll be a change for them to hear a different voice from mine. And also, Sean can teach them a lot more than I can. I would very much welcome a similar episode on NVDA Basics. So there you go. You've got your work cut out on that one. <sighs> See, I thought you were just reading out a nice email, and it turns out you're just saying, it's right, there's your next episode. <laughs> Thanks. But you know, this is this is what I love about this. You know, this is this is to me, people keep saying, how do you do seven days a week of blind guy? I'm like, because of this, because people just come up with great ideas. And I'm like, yep. let's just do that. Let's just do that. Uh, but yeah, she, uh, Jane says, while narrator is improving all the time, I still prefer to use NVDA with my learners as it does some things better. That's an interesting point. But he, here's the bit. Um, I'm really grateful that Sean is filling a gap in the market by addressing the basics. There are a lot of folks out there who are keen to get started with assistive tech just to do what they need on a day-to-day -day basis, but don't know where to start. Many thanks and keep up the excellent work. So well done, oh, Sean. Yeah. Thank you, Jane. That's that's a lovely email to get. And um, I'll be honest with you, it's tricky. When you're, when you're trying to go, come from the start, it is tricky because, you know, I've been using computers for so long, you sort of make assumptions and you do need to sort of, okay, let me put myself back at the very beginning. Um, but yeah, mm. I am enjoying it. And yes, NVDA probably will be my next uh, my next one. Um, also, just um, we've got lots of emails, right? And obviously, we didn't have weekend editions, so we didn't get a chance to go through all these. We will uh, get through all the emails this weekend. Um, I think this is going to be the longest episode we've ever done coming up because of these emails. So uh, get ready because we're going to start recording it on Tuesday. And hopefully it'll be finished by Friday. Um, <laughs> I'm only kidding. Um, but uh, yeah, it's interesting this week because I've got work going on in the house this week. So I don't know how much. Ooh. I mean, I'm going to have to be recording at night is the only way I'm going to manage to, to do this uh, this week. I'm out. You yeah, know, well, I'm, I'm asleep by eight. You do know well, that. Th this is a problem, right? So I think we can just about manage weekend edition. I don't even know if I'll make Double Tap this week. I don't know. 
I hope I will, oh, but it just no. depends. And, you know, I think I might because I know that, uh, I mean, my people are talking to their people. We'll figure something mm. out, right? Yeah, It'll yeah, all work yeah. itself out in the end. Um, but and I, I want to be on because I've got so much to say. This brain is it's so funny. I'm screaming at the television last night. Marie says to me, do you know what? You need to get back on the air. <laughs> you just need someone to talk. <laughs> you, you need to rant somewhere. clearly need that show back in your life just to get all that rubbish out of your head. Um, but yeah, I, I, it's, it's, it's just ridiculous. By rubbish, he means, you know, quality uh, chat and uh, knowledge uh, exchanges. Thank yeah, you. that's right. That's right. Just for you know, the lawyers there. It's not rubbish. Yeah, exactly. Well, it's not and it's marketing. Not, yeah, thanks. Yes, yeah, the marketing team. <laughs> is, is, is that all me? Is that is it me just on yes, Twitter? It is. is that yeah. pretty much it, isn't it? Um, so th- there's more talk, of course, about Elon Musk and him buying Twitter. We mentioned this earlier. Um, and I wanted to quickly mention Rebecca's email on this because I, I don't really, I mean, we can talk about it on Saturday if you like, but I feel we'll go off on a, a tangent that'll take us forever. And mm-hmm. I don't know if we need to go back on it. Um, but in saying that, I don't think Robin or or Sally or, or Tim have had a chance to have their view on this yet. We we talked about it, but um, they haven't really. But, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens on Saturday. But Rebecca says, are you troubled by Elon Musk's eminent purchase of Twitter? Um, question. I'm not thrilled with the idea myself, but I could be overreacting. After all, I wanted to leave Facebook when all the scandals broke out, but never did. Do you know what? That is, to me, a great way to look at this whole thing, which is we always kind of, you know, up in arms. Oh, it's all going to change. Everything's going to be terrible. And then you kind of think, yeah, you know what? I still like tweeting. I mean, I I like feeding the bird. I do. I like feeding the bird. And it it takes a lot of feeding. Um, And a bit like myself. And I... (laughs) Just think, I'm not going to, I mean, I'm, not that anybody cares, but I'm not leaving Twitter. And no one cares whether I stay or go, right? I mean, I, I stopped going on Facebook f- for months. No one's even noticed. Um, uh, yeah, I, I barely post on anything. I'll be quite honest with you. I retweet on Twitter. Mm. Um, but isn't it, isn't it, is Twitter actually a place for conversation anymore? Or is it just a place for, okay, When's the latest episode of whatever I, uh, or what's the new story that's the big, you know, the big talking point? Is it actual place for? Is it the global? What does he? What does Elon call it? The global oh, community or whatever you call it. Yeah, the the, the town yeah. square. Yeah, the town, town square. square. That's it. Yeah, thank you. The town square. I, I don't know if you can do it in the amount of characters available. <laughs> Although some yeah, do I'm try not... by having endless tweets. Um, I'm not convinced by it, and I I, I just think. I don't think you'll ever get a nuanced conversation on social media. And it's not because of the, you can have all the characters in the world, I think in some ways extending it. I know some people are calling for that, saying, you know, just just have more characters, make it so that you can essentially be unlimited in what you can say. I think the downside to that is that people will just go on and on and on and on. And, you know, it'll just, it's just a way of essentially not just, what is it they call it in America? There's a name for it. Filibustering, I think they call not, it. Yeah, filibustering, yeah. Because you just keep holding the floor until, you know, everyone's bored and fed up. And yes, then you just say, okay, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and I fear that may be the problem, that, that if you had too much ability to just take over a conversation like that, you would. Um, and I, I, yeah, but I you don't... can just swipe on by. You know, you don't have to listen well, to true. the whole yeah. tweet. You just, okay, that's going on too long. But swipe don't you on think, by. though, that it's that it, in that environment, People are, I mean, obviously people are joining the conversation at different points. You see this all the time. Like a classic example um, on, on our local Facebook group where I live is people will say, does anybody know the name of a good plumber? 
and people write, oh, call Danny, he's the best, right? Danny's the greatest. Yep. And someone else goes, oh, I second that. Danny's fantastic. And then someone else comes in later on and says, um, oh, um, have you found a plumber yet? And you're like, have you read the replies? Yes, yeah. And that's the problem. People aren't always reading back. They aren't catching up. And they just tend to pick up the conversation, which sometimes keeps the, the, the thing snowballing or takes it in a different direction. People on text, I often find, I mean, how many times have you sent a text message to somebody and then, you know, they've called you up and said, like, what was all that about? What was your tone about? Yeah. And like, what tone? It's just a text. I'm just asking if you're okay. Yeah. You know, kind of thing. And and it's like, it, it, text doesn't, I think, give a, give any sense of how somebody feels. No. Um, you can't it's really, more, I mean, it's never it's been a good one for me. Cause, yeah, because I, I can't, um, I'll say things from time to time and, I'll, you know, the way I'll come out with something, someone might go, ooh, that's a bit, you know, but they'll have a laugh. Whereas if I said that on Twitter, if I put that to text, it wouldn't work. It wouldn't make sense. Yeah. I'm, so I'm very I, much I don't know if fan. it's the right platform for it. Well, you see, look, okay, I'm going to say this. Is it a good thing or, or not that Elon bought it? I don't know yet. I don't know. I'm no, not exactly. I, it, like Steve Jobs. Does it make any difference? That's the well, point. I don't think there is an answer to free speech, no matter what the platform is, no matter what where we're talking about it that how can someone say something totally without consequence is that what free speech is or is it you know it needs to be moderated in some way in which case then you're always going to be suppressing someone so free speech isn't black and white it's really complicated and i don't think there's an answer i don't think elon no matter what he does is going to please everybody and as no one can so I think, I think, I think, it's there just an, I think there's on. an answer. I think there's an answer, but it's, it's not, it's never going to be a perfect answer and it'll never no, work in every possible scenario. Someone's but, always going to be upset and say, this isn't exactly. And, and, and what, you know, what is offence? You know, who, something I say might make someone offended, but then someone else says it and they don't. Or, you know, I, I, I have the, no one's done a study on this, but I think they should. That if you say he's a comedian or a actor or a, an individual that you really like who says something, and then someone you don't like says the same thing. Are you more likely to disagree with them and agree with the other? Yeah. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Like, yeah. You've got to try and hold yourself because we're all capable of being hypocrites like that. I'll give you a good you've example You've got to try and this. hold yourself accountable, haven't you? There was a, a, a channel in Canada called G4TV. I think it's, it's a gaming channel. And uh, it, was, it was around for a while, but then it went away and then it, now it's back. And, there's, and I'll maybe try and find it at some point, but there was a fantastic clip of a woman who had been reviewing games on this channel. And she was laying out the fact that she and her fellow writers, there's a whole team of them, whole team of writers in the room, and they all write these reviews. And she says, if I read out, she says, we did a test once where I read out a review that the guy had written, and he read out the same review and they posted both. They all loved his, but they hated hers. Yeah. Now, how yep. does that work? <laughs> yeah. Because exactly. you hear it, if you, if you are a sexist, if you, I mean, if you're one of these people who, and I, I just can't get my head around these people, but if you're one of these people who think that when a woman speaks, that somehow demeans you, or, you know, some attack on you, then, well, first of all, you're a complete idiot for a start. Um, and you need to grow up and, and, you know, stop being, I won't use the word, but a male appendage. <laughs> Please don't. Yes. Um, just stop being that, right? Just stop that. Because what you're doing is you're, you're, you're not listening. That's the point. Because clearly 
when you heard the guy say it, you agreed. So if you if you just stop thinking about who you're hearing it from, and I think that's no, the just point. Big, it's well, it is. Of course it is. Yeah, of course it is. It's simple as that. Bigotry. But but that's the point, right? So it depends where the voice is coming from. Depends on whether you agree or not, and that can have an impact on the argument. It can have an impact on the conversation. Um, I know people, for example, who you know might not like my style, and will like another's. That's fine. That whatever, right? But yep. you know, don't go onto social media and start slaughtering me because of that. You know, especially when other people who are probably on your side agree. Um, I just think, look, in general, I think most people are fair. And I think most people can see when someone is being treated unfairly, right? Yeah. And I would hope, no matter what the politics are, um, I think people know in general, okay, that person is being almost bullied unfairly. And as a this general rule, a the, the yeah. majority of people are, are they recognise that and they, they, they will say something and say that, well, see, that this, this is unfair. the problem, I think. It's a little bit like the, the, the street corner problem, right? So someone's on a street corner and... There's an argument going on. How likely are you to get involved? And I know people talk about nowadays, and I, I find this all a bit bizarre. It's and it's a very modern thing, but it's you know don't don't be an what is it? Be an active bystander. This is this new thing I was reading about. Hmm. You know these new I actually rules quite like that. Hang on, okay, go on, explain it to me. So so essentially, what that means is, if you're walking past an argument, and two people are having a, a bit of a fight, maybe a, a guy's you know attacking a woman verbally, maybe or physically or whatever. You know, you should do something, right? You shouldn't just be walking past that. That's the argument that's made. I agree. And, and um, well, yeah, I'll get I'm to waiting my... for you to disagree well, with me here. Okay, I, I, come I on. don't agree necessarily. I think there's contexts to everything, and I think it depends on scenarios. I've, I've walked past situations before for a number of reasons, because my wife is with me, and I've seen these things go ugly. I'm from Glasgow, so, you know, fights are not uncommon. Yeah. Um, and, you know, what tends to happen... It's when you stand up. I mean, I know this because it happened to a friend. We, my wife and I had walked past a couple who had had an argument or having a pretty bad argument. He hit her. And I was reminded at that second of a friend who just the week earlier had been in exactly the same scenario. He stopped and he said, hey, pal, don't do that. I know where you know, this is going to go. Yep. The girlfriend attacked him. Of course. So he ended up the worst out of it, and his. So she attacked him, and he, the other guy who was attacking his partner, attacked his girlfriend. And yeah. to me, that is just why put yourself in that situation. And and you add blindness to the mix. You don't know where it's coming from. You don't know how many people are around. You don't know what situation you're in. So for me, I'm a bit of a walk past. And call me what you like for doing that, but I'm sorry, I'm not putting myself in danger for that. I will give you that, and I would say it, it, every situation is contextual, right? If you're with your partner and you don't want your... Absolutely. If I hear a guy dragging a child into a car, that's different. Yes, absolutely. Right? Again, it's contextual. It depends on the scenario. If I I've think my, if I think, I mean, there's, a, there's an argument. I'll be honest, right? And I think we're probably all the same in this. If I'm on my own, I'd be more likely to do something than I would be if my wife was with Absolutely. me. Absolutely. Yes. I'll give you I'm, that. Yeah. I'm more interested in keeping her safe. I don't really, that's your problem is your problem. It's not mine. Um, I think this is the issue these days. This is what kind of bothers me about this narrative is that everything's everyone else's fault. Or and if you don't get involved, it's your fault. And my take on it is, well, does nobody hold any responsibility for anything anymore? Is everything my fault? I mean, obviously the answer is yes. Yeah, but I agree. It, it, <laughs> but you just think, come on, right? I mean, really, is that where we're at? And, and, and the same on Twitter, right? So people are now expected to 
defend other people or step in. And I kind of, you know, when that happens, usually the venom gets turned on them. It's a bit different on Twitter, right? Because I can handle someone coming at me verbally. I mean, what's that going to achieve? Of course. Nothing, yeah. right? I mean, it's nothing. I know people these days. I love this talk around language. Everybody talks about language, and I haven't touched this subject very often because I know what minefield it throws me into. But the truth is, you know, I've heard people say, you know, sticks and stones may break my bones, but names will never hurt me. That's not true anymore. Um, it's still mm. true, guys. Shocking as this may be to you, but it actually is true. Yes. Um, because language can't hurt you. You can be offended by it. You can be irritated by it. But it can't hurt you. I'm sorry. The, the, this word hurt and harmful attached to language is just, no, I'm sorry. Can speech be it. violent is what we're coming no, down to, which we've no, seen a because lot. because what, what you're doing is you're minimising the word violence. That's the worst part about it. You minimise actual violence. You ask someone in Ukraine today if they're offended by a tweet versus a rocket coming through their window. I think they're probably more concerned about the rocket coming through the window. And, you know, the interesting yep. thing is, and here's an, here's an interesting example of this, actually, it relates to Ukraine, which was when uh, Vladimir Putin was setting up all the troops along the edge of Ukraine and the, Rus the Russian-Ukrainian border. People said, it's just words. He's not going to do anything. It's just words. It's what he does next. It's his actions. Because, as we all know, said these people, actions speak louder than words. Mm -hmm. And they do. So I'm sorry that that doesn't fit the narrative of, you know, every word in the English language must be reassessed and reconsidered and re, you know, this, this is a run I was reading last week about, oh my God, there's so many of them. Every week, every day, there's another story about how the NHS now, they're saying that GPs can't, can't use certain words and because you might offend someone. Can't we all grow up a little bit? When did we all become such snivelling babies? Hey, no, see, I get that. I get it absolutely. But I think it's just, it's again, it's that middle ground. There's, there's extremists and something you think is ridiculous on one end and something you agree with on the other. I mean, it, someone using, you know, I'm, I'm thinking of maybe our grandparents maybe that may use terms for other people, other races, that we would say, oh, you can't say that. You know, and it's, it's a time thing. But you wouldn't say that was acceptable. Can't we all just grow up and, you know, you're taking offence over nothing? Language does evolve and it does well, change. Again, so this, I think this comes back to It's all contextual. Though. Everything yeah. isn't, isn't quite as straightforward but that's, as... that's the thing. And I, and I don't want people to get the idea that somehow I'm for, you know, just feel free to chuck around any racist slurry. No, no, like. sorry. No, no. That, I'm that, not that was maybe... I was no, no, pointing but, but that I, at you. No, but actually, it's, no, but it's important to bring that up because I think that people, again, because they don't listen... They react, which is often the problem nowadays. People don't listen to an argument. They react to an argument, which means they're not hearing what people are saying, which is why a podcast is great, because you can speak and you can put your view across and then you can argue. Rewind. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Or just ignore it and move on, you know. Um, but I, I think it's interesting because people do tend to, to say that. And I, I say, well, as far as I'm concerned, this is why there's legislation in place. And this is kind of what I was getting to, that... The solution to all of this, the solution to free speech on the internet is a combination of allowing free speech, but with consequence, and that may well be locally, country-specific. It may be that in one country it's perfectly acceptable to say whatever the hell you like, but in this country, in the UK, for example, maybe it's not. Um, it isn't. And already Scotland, we have that. Yeah, in yeah. Scotland we have already. We've got the, I think it's a hate crime bill, I think it went through. Yep. Um, and, and there's certain things you just cannot say online. 
you, you know, if you say them online, you know, you 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 suffer the consequences of that. I'm not necessarily, I'm not against all of it. I think I like to see how these things play out. I'm a bit worried when people start, you know, going after words. Um, language police yeah. does tend to, and when it's when it, when the language police is no longer a, a, just a statement, but actually, literally, they're knocking at your door. That's when I get a little bit concerned. But again, it depends on what the language is. Yeah, again, it's all about the context. That's what that's, that's key and core to everything. Yeah. Because context. that's what levels. What's the meaning behind your words? Well, what the legislation does essentially is it kind of levels things out, right? People, if they think there's a chance that they're going to be. Um, at, uh, you know, possibly you know, criminal criminalized for it, then they may think twice, which is a good thing. Yeah, but if we start, but it's it's where that ends, and I just I think we've always got to be careful of it tipping into something else. You know, if, if there's certain words you can't say, if there's certain, you know, I, I think that some people would like to criminalize a whole wide range of different words, and I'm just not for that. Um, so it depends <laughs> what it is, but when it comes to sexism, racism. Um, even religious extremism, you know, people being extreme against religion. I, I think, yeah, you know, look, there, there should be protected characteristics. Disability is, is and should be a big part of that. It certainly is in Scotland, which is good. Um, I'm not against any of that. Of course I'm not. But I do think there needs to be a balance struck where every tweet doesn't run through some filter. I mean, what you don't want, and I don't certainly want, is for Twitter to be analysing, as a private company especially, analysing my tweets for um, appropriate language, um, mm, I don't know. Yeah. But then, but then I'm an old school, right? So maybe someone would say, and maybe in five years' time, I'll feel differently about this. Once I see all this in action, maybe I'll feel very differently. That's, you know, my my view in life is be open minded. You know, people these days, this is ultimately the problem that people they they pick a side, they stick to it, and even when they find out they're wrong, they stick to it. You know, American elections, for example. Oh, the whole thing's fake. Oh, steady oh, it now. A, it, was, it was just, yeah, the election was stolen. And it's like, this is a, but it stop wasn't. It. This is a bank holiday chilled edition. And we're taking on uh, the, the, the election was stolen and free speech. I mean, wow. I think the answer is there is no real answer to it. And, and look, it's, it's complicated. And I think common sense will prevail in the end. It's just well, so just, strange. Just don't react. I think that what I'm, what I'm getting at is stop reacting so much. Listen. Let's see, let's learn. Not you, but mm. the, the public no. generally. There's an it. issue here. Yeah. You're going to be funny about it. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Can we change the subject, though? I got a new mic. That's just what I was thinking. I was going to say. Now, if you're this new are you noticing a difference? Do you feel diff- Does this feel different to you today? It, it, I'll be honest with you. Initially, I thought, no, I'm not a fan of this new mic. But the more we get into it, I'm warm into it. It does sound warm. It sounds, it's, it's nice. I like it. Now it's I time think. for a story. That's nice, Listen isn't to that. it? That was nice. Yeah, yeah. it's like you're in, it's like you're led on a load of pillows or something. It's nice. Maybe I am. How do you know? Oh, please stop. Can we go back to free speech now? <laughs> Donald Trump picture with the, the gown on. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Even I so saw what that mic is I was it? horrified. Uh, so this is the Shure, S-H-U-R-E, M-V. Mike Victor, seven. I think that's right. Okay, sorry, were you reading that or something? <laughs> what, 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 yeah, I was, was in my then? own brain. <laughs> I was reading it from the box in my brain. <laughs> the Shure MV7. This yeah. is a USB and XLR mic, so you can plug it directly into your computer or your phone. Uh-huh. Well, okay, phone. Uh, yeah, I suppose you can. Oh, yeah, I haven't maybe. tried that yet. You need an adapter, of course. Uh, but 
or you can plug it into a mixer as well. So having those two ways to connect is really cool, and I'm a big fan of that. And of course, it's Shure, which is a big name in mics anyway. But yeah, yeah, you you did re a test recording, and you sent me it and said, "What do you think?" And I got to say, I thought it was a little bit muffled sounding, hmm. but the more I'm we're talking now, actually, I think it sounds good. I think it's uh, I, I've got my positioning better. This is a very directional microphone, so you really do have to be right in front of it, which is good because it's ideal for spaces where there's lots of echo or. Um, I mean, obviously, if your room is really echoey, like wooden floors and, yeah. you know, big windows and stuff, that may be a problem. Um, this is a soundproofed room to some degree. I mean, I've got baffles on the walls, so it should cut that noise down anyway. But baffles. I was... I, I, <laughs> Sounds like your pet rabbit. Baffles. It's a great name, Sorry, isn't it? carry on. Yeah, I love them. I just love my baffles. <laughs> uh, and the rabbit. Um, but yeah, so... It's a really, really nice microphone. I must admit, it's a bit weird compared to the previous mic I was using, which was a good mic, but I just felt in some ways it was a bit overpowering for some of the stuff we were doing on the podcast. And I thought oh, it I'd was like to a try something. booming professional mic. It was, uh, you sounded like straight off uh, World Service or something. Yeah. It's gorgeous. <laughs> world News Tonight. No, but I, I just thought, I don't need that, right? I mean, it just needs, it's just a conversation in someone's ear. I don't want to be, you know, bellowing into their ear. And when we were doing some of the edits, I thought, this is just too loud. So I thought, let's try mm. this microphone and see how it sounds. So I'll be interested in your thoughts, dear listener, because, um, yeah, I would love to know what you, you think about it. I actually quite like it. I, th I agree. It's quite warm. I love the fact that you can hook, I mean, compared to the setup I've got currently with cables going everywhere and loads of machines, this is just very simply a USB cable going into my MacBook. And that's it. The headphone jack plugged into the back. I've got these Rode headphones on, the Rode ones I got. Um, oh yeah, nice. How you get on with those? Oh, these are stunningly good headphones. Stunningly good. And you know, I just found today, today, I don't know why it took me so long, but then these ear cups are pretty big. At the very top of them on the outside, you've got Braille telling you left and right, <gasps> so you know which side is which. I, I can't think a lot of them have that now. But, you yeah. didn't mention that before. It's got Braille on the ear cups. That's amazing. Well, I didn't mention it because I didn't find it. See, this well, is you insane. Do. You don't What's listen. No, I am listening. I'm just trying to gloss over that you didn't do an in-depth uh, touch test beforehand. No, I didn't. I didn't get my hands all over them. No. Ooh, stop. In fairness, I just wanted to hear what was coming out of them. I wasn't really wanting to play with them on, you know, that sense. But yeah, <laughs> but no, I did. I found them because I was actually trying to find out which side. Because, you know, sometimes you put them around the wrong way. You think, that doesn't sound right. I always um, wear these uh, the wrong way around. The ones I'm using now, the Sonys. I, yeah. I know they are, but... Um, it's just more comfortable for me, the, the, the cable coming out, because I can't change which side the cable comes out on these. Which you can uh, on these. Which you can. I know. You can. All right. Are we all getting a pair of these? No. But okay. this is really nice. I mean, that's the thing, because my cable comes out on the left ear cup, which is mm, cool, mm. because that's where the cable goes round into the microphone. Um, I've got it on one of these Elgato arms. These um, Elgato is a great company. Uh, E-L-G-A-T-O. And what Elgato do is, I mean, lots of different things. They do a lot of stuff for streamers, but this really works for podcasters as well. You might have heard of the Stream Deck, which is the inaccessible but really brilliant piece of kit that if they could just make it accessible, <laughs> it'd be brilliant. Um, and it's just like a, a 16 keys. You can customize them in any way you like. Um, again, this is where Ira comes in for me. You know, you can set it all up with, with that. You know, as long as you know what you want to do with it and you can kind of direct the person to do what you need to do, then it's fine. But essentially, you're kind of dragging and dropping onto little keys. 
but it's not the it's not the software's terrible for accessibility, unfortunately. But the anyway, the Elgato Arm I've got, which is like one of these um, mic arms that you get. A lot of them you buy nowadays. You can get really cheap ones off Amazon that are like 12, 13 quid, but you get 12, 13 quid, you get the squeaky, um, you know, the Rattly the Springs. Yeah, creaky, Rattly Springs, yeah. creaky and all that stuff. Or can't hold your mic and just ends up falling over. Exactly. But this one, it's all contained. You actually have the ability to, which is really cool, um, you can you can slot the cable through. Um, there's a little trunk for your cable. So any cable you want, you can run through. And I've actually run not just my... USB cable, but also my headphone cable through it. So it all just comes out at the other end, and then I can just plug in my headphones and go, or put my headphones on and go. So it's a really nice setup with this. Um, and the microphone's good. I really, actually, I'm, I'm quite impressed. The more I'm using it, I'm thinking, this does sound like a nice podcast mic. And we we, we do add some presets, uh, some production presets to give it a bit more lift. Um, and yeah, I mean, that and Riverside, we've got the, we've got the best podcast in the world. Well, sounding anyway. Uh, yeah, okay, yeah. I should, uh, yeah, sorry, content wise, legally that's have to say that. Yes, you're right. Yes, uh, I, <laughs> no, I think. I, yeah, I think you're right. I think we got this workflow down. I'm really enjoying Riverside. It's uh, accessible for one thing. It is. Uh, and it's I think of, it gives I mean, us everything we need. It takes a bit need. of getting used to, right? A friend of mine yeah, called yeah, me the weekend yeah, and yeah. he's like, "How are you using this thing?" And it is. It's one of those right. I mean, use item choose on the Mac. It, it, you get very lazy because you don't yes. really need to navigate. You just kind of think, right, what button, what button am I looking for here? Right, maybe it's login. So, okay, I'll type in login. Oh, there it is. Yeah. Or it's I'm sign it. in. Yeah. You know, it's like those kind of things. You, you kind of start to use, you're almost second guessing the site the whole time, but it, it has got me through. And you can even like, you can add audio in, you can play stuff in, you can do all kinds of stuff with it. And it, it delivers it all on separate tracks, easy to edit. It's all synced together. So you don't I mean you really, once you've done once you import the tracks into Audacity, um, you just start working on it. It's so easy. Yeah, absolutely. And we're, the, we're really giving away the secrets here, aren't we? I know, really sorry. <laughs> no, it's really <laughs> difficult. It's really hard. It takes ages. And these aren't you know, high-end mics, right? I'm using an Audio-Technica 2100X here, which is the same sort of thing, XLR or USB-C. Um, so you can connect it to your computer or a mixer. Uh, headphone jack in the, in the back of the microphone as well so if i wanted to i could plug this into my iphone using a camera kit adapter and uh, put some headphones into the back of the mic and i can still hear voiceover through the mic and record using the mic as well it's you know for traveling and recording on the go absolutely amazing so yeah it's getting so it's getting so much more accessible and easier right Oh, it really is. It's incredible what you can do with this. And and this, I mean, you say it's not a high-end mic. and Yeah, okay, arguably it's not, but... Well, it's not thousands I, of pounds, right? We're not talking... I don't think it matters. I don't no, think, absolutely not. I think the quality not. of these devices now... It's the same with people who... You know, I know friends of mine who work in television who still use, you know, these very big, expensive cameras to do their film reports, but have actually... I know one particular reporter who went out, <laughs> obviously no names... But he went out and he said, I just used my iPhone. And no one could tell the difference. Now, no. I will say this was a professional videographer who knows how to use a camera. So, you know, that's different to you and I maybe doing it. But it just shows what is capable with an iPhone if you know what you're doing. And, yeah. you know, the, the fact is that the technology has got so good that you can trick people into thinking actually this was made by a you know not a big expensive camera but this and I've, I've, i'm hearing of movies there was one that film i watched i think it was elizabeth moss was in it or maybe it was the oh one. old lizzie moss yeah 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 no actually no i say that i don't think it was elizabeth moss i think it was oh, um, no. 
It was Clear Foy, I think it oh, was. Old, old C. Foy. Yeah. Old yeah, C. Foy, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, know yeah, her well. She was the queen in the first series of The Queen on Netflix. Never um, seen it. Yeah, I mean, you don't know who anybody is. No. In fairness, I don't either. I know Claire Foy and I know Elizabeth Moss because she was, she was um, um, in the West Wing. One oh, of, of my, my favourite yeah. TV shows. Never seen it. It's about politics, not interested. She was the daughter of the president, Martin Sheen. Huh? Uh, she was the daughter of Zoe. She was incredible. Well, she was brilliant. They were all brilliant in it. Best show Good. ever made. Anyway, right. that aside, um, this film, and I can't remember the name of it offhand, but the, Claire Foy was in it and, she, and the whole thing was filmed on an iPhone. And that was the thing about it. The whole movie had been filmed that way. And, um, I mean, can I tell? No. I mean, I, I Of course not. No way of knowing. <laughs> Which leads me to my next thing, because I was out, um, when we were in Edinburgh, I took the chance while my wife, so I, I did the, the talk to the South Scotland people and it was great. And then I left them to carry on with their day. And I decided to go for a wander around the shops. So um, I went to the Apple store, obviously. Of course you did. Yes. Now, what did I leave without? Uh, that morning that I would probably need that night in order to survive the next day. Uh, some sort of uh, battery. You're not far uh, off. A charger. Okay. <gasps> right, okay. Completely forgot. You know, I'm, so, I'm so out of whack with this. This travelling thing is a nightmare. So Going I'm like, outside. Yeah. <laughs> I just completely forgot. And I, I did have a power bank actually in my bag, but it was dead. So I thought, well, that's not much use to anybody. Throw so, it away. Yeah, so get rid of it. I used it once. But no, so I got this <laughs> instead. This is, I mean, I have to say, this is very, um, I don't know, the, the material in this, it, it's like one of those cloths you would use to clean up a, a pot, you know, get the stains off a pot. Um, like a Brillo pad? Yeah. It like, is like a that. wire pad? It's like one of those. It's really weird material. But yeah, this is from Mophie. Um, and it's, it's basically a three-in-one charger for on the road now I, I went into the store and i was asking them do you have one that would do wireless charging because i've got the iphone se uh, i would also maybe like to do my watch charge as well now they do actually sell apple do sell and i do have <laughs> just didn't have it with me the the little apple one that kind of sp- it's, it's really quite nice you split it kind of folds up and you can unfold it and you've got the magsafe charger on one side and you've got the watch uh, charger that kind of pops up on the other and you can charge your watch and your phone on the move brilliant uh, i didn't have it with me that was the problem now i could have just gone and bought one of those but why would you buy the same thing no it's ridiculous so you buy something else which I, again i don't really need so i bought this um this is morphine now i have to say i chucked the box away and didn't really pay any attention because i was in the <sighs> hotel so I don't know what it's called, but it's a Mophie, and I guess it's just called a three-in-one, but it has, uh, it folds it, so it's a material, um, and what happens is the whole thing clips together, right? So you open it up, and I don't think you can hear that, it's, it's kind of, it's like a really kind of, I don't know, I don't know what you would even call it material. material. It's like a cloth. It is, it's, it's a strange material, but yeah, so anyway, the whole thing opens up, and it's got a, now let me just check, I think it's a USB to USB-C cable, I think that's right. Yes, it is. So it's USB. Yeah, it's actually yeah USB C both sides. You plug it into one end, which is where the watch charger is. The little watch thing pops up. So you just pop that out, and you can pop your uh, watch on there, standing up on bedside mode, I guess. You've then got a MagSafe charger, but obviously you can pl- you just sit an iPhone SE on top of that just for wireless charging. And this whole thing lays out flat, which is kind of cool, um, except for the watch that has to sit up. And there's also a charger for your AirPods. 
So you can cool. do the AirPods, and it's, it's got a little indent in it as well, which is kind of nice. So you can just sit the AirPods in there. Um, and that's it. Just does your charging. Really, really nice. It was £140. Yes, I know. <laughs> Utterly ridiculous. I know. Are you all right? You, you okay there? It's mental. That's Isn't crazy. it ridiculous? Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's Mophie, right? Which is a well-known name. And of course, it was in the Apple store. So ridiculous. Also comes with a, a USB plug, um, power plug. Which has got you know that little thing where the, the the third pin kind of pops down, so you can kind of clip I it like it. Up. Yes, I do. Oh yeah, just clip it away That's, again. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it, the great thing is, it all sits in this little weird little case, which is something that I feel um, they could have made better. I mean, it's not that it's in wrong, but I just wouldn't want to get it wet because I think it would just destroy it. Um, well, don't get it wet. Well, that's the obvious answer, isn't it? So, well done. Yeah. Don't, don't take it in the shower with you. That sounds really cool. <laughs> apart from the price, I think that's that's. That's nice, but um, are you using your Apple Watch again? I am using that. Yeah, it's funny you say that because I, I was thinking if I'm going out again, let's get back into it. Um, and you'd been talking about, I don't know if we talked about it on the show. We did, didn't we? We talked about WhatsApp on the watch. Did we talk yeah, about watch that? Yeah, watch chat. I think, did we? Did we do it on the show? I don't think we talked about it on the show. We talked um, about, I, can't, I honestly can't remember. I think we might have done. Um, yes, I think we did. And we if do we too many shows. If we didn't, we'll absolutely do it in the future. Um, watch was, chat, so you can use WhatsApp on your uh, Apple Watch, yes. I think we did talk about this, but yeah, I, watch I chat. I think we did, yes. Uh, so that was, and the irony is, uh, after getting the watch, charging it up, setting it up, using it for all these days, I've never downloaded that app yet. So, you know, that just says it all about me, quite frankly. But yes. yeah, I do intend to get that app on there so I can, can do that. But yeah, just having the watch back has been quite nice you know, monitoring my fitness. I've also been going through the notifications side of it just to try and dim them down because it gets a little yeah. irritating. Yeah. And I think that I find the same on the phone. I, I, the I always go, yeah, notifications, no problem. Send me everything you got. Mm, and I it just never shuts up. So I'm, I'm being a little bit more brutal with what I allow to notif notify me now. I think that's the best way to start, right? It's just, you don't really know what you need until the point yeah. comes you think all oh, right okay yeah. yeah i don't need all that but yeah that, that was a nice little charging case i got that um what else did i look at that i thought was interesting there was something else i was going to mention but it's, it's gone completely out of my head as i think around here but um yeah That's basically gone. it was a nice little it was a nice little trip around the shops I, I got that oh good for you yeah and a mcdonald's breakfast so i mean you know at the end of the day it was well worthwhile the whole thing <laughs> made perfect sense <laughs> Um, so coming up this week, we've got a really quite a lot on this week, as you can imagine, with the podcast. We we have great content every day, um, or at least we try. Um, yeah. And tomorrow, not guaranteed. Just, yes, just exactly. Lawyers Quality, again. Not guaranteed. <laughs> uh, the full money back if you're un, uh, unhappy. Uh, although yes. I have been told that that offer has been withdrawn. So oh, um, it's a shame. Know. This is the way it goes. But uh, yeah, we've got, uh, we're going to talk about the Samsung washing machine tomorrow, an auto-dose uh, smart washing machine from Samsung. Pardon? Yeah. Th this is, Un so what you do is. Tres. Is what? Spanish? What do you say is good? What is it? Auto-dose. All <laughs> <laughs> ah, right. Okay. Yep. I love that you can't understand a word I say. I just think that's uh, so that funny. Scottish brogue. Yeah, sorry. Carry on. Um, don't know who he is, but yeah. Uh, so. Lovely shoes. Sorry, carry on. <laughs> That's what I was thinking you meant. Are you talking about shoes? Uh, but yeah, so we've got the uh, we've got the Samsung washing machine. Um, Erica joins us for that for a full review of it and how it works, which is kind of cool. And you know what I love about the reviews is those of you who are sending them in, 
and I strongly encourage this if you're going to do a demo for us, just let your recording run because sometimes things will not work. Sometimes things won't, won't go as planned. And I think it's important to capture some of that because it proves that, you know what, you can't always get it right. And also that we do hit barriers and, you know, we don't want any of our demos to sound too polished or too perfect. Oh, I think we're safe. Yeah, well, we certainly are. But I <laughs> think that's important. When it comes to our own stuff. But it's, it's no, important that people get the real view of how this stuff works, right? I mean, it's, it's, it it's is. one thing showing, oh, it's wonderful and it sounds amazing. And then you try it yourself and you think, hang on, what happened here? Whereas I know we've had demos in the past where we've done them and people have said, God, I'm so glad you left that bit in because that happened to me and, you know, kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. This is how you're going to, you know, this is going to be the experience, good or bad. It, yeah. it should be in there. So absolutely. And also, we're going to be talking this week about Sky Audio Description. Now, funnily enough, we um, we have an interview with Sky. We haven't aired it yet. We've had an interview for, with Sky for a little while. You might have heard some of it on the old show, um, but we've got a much bigger interview that was done as part of uh, Double Tap TV, and then we haven't even used all of that either. So there's a huge interview that we've got coming up. I mean, I'm making it sound bigger than it is in some ways. It's just a longer interview. So it's a longer bit, right? No, it's huge. It's, it's huge. Massive. It's massive. Earth-shatteringly huge. Stop it. Yeah. Uh, Stop my it. stomach. Yeah. See? You oh, see, well I didn't done. go where you... Th <sighs> yes, you th I saved it. I saved it. I made Thank it you. about fat. Um, <laughs> but, now I'm uh, offended. Well, <laughs> I can't say anything to that. So, um, yeah, we're going to do that this week because we also have a demo from Gordon. Gordon got in touch to say... Uh, here's a demo of um, how to access all the audio-described content in a list on Sky Q boxes. Oh, cool. Uh-huh. Because I never ah. knew a thing. Never knew no, a thing. No, I didn't. So he's going to demo that for us. We'll also get a demo of how the voice guidance, that's what the interview was about, the voice guidance and when it came about. Yes. And I think a lot of people are still wondering about that. So certainly very relevant, still relevant today. So we're going to get that interview out this week. And then we're going to talk a bit later. Um, we had a conversation a couple of weeks back with Gordon Luke talk, talking all about uh, coding as a blind person. This actually came up, I think, was it Rebecca who suggested this as a topic? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we, we're going to do that this week. We're going to hear about coding and what that's like for Gordon. He's done it for many years. You've also done a bit of it as well. We get into that. Mm, we have a bit of a geek out on that one, but uh, mm. it, it is very interesting. It's, um, I mean, you know, Gordon's made a career out of it, right? Yeah, yeah. So it'll be interesting. It's fantastic. All that. And then on Saturday, we have the weekend edition, which is uh, back, and um, it's our 100th episode. <gasps> Do we get a prize? Um, no. Okay, fine. I'm not going to turn up then. Before we go, I just want to mention one more thing. And it's about you, Priest, because you, I've noticed something since putting this watch back on. Uh, I get notifications, like I was saying earlier, I tried to cut, you know, cull some of these notifications. But one notification I got the other day surprised me. It said, Sean has finished a workout. <gasps> oh, I, yeah. yeah. So at that yeah. point, I did what I, obviously, you know, any reasonable person would do, is take the watch off and smash it against something and say, is this definitely working? <laughs> Something's wrong with this. It's telling me Sean Priest has just done a workout. Um, but you had, you're, you're back in the gym, is that right? Uh, well, yeah, I've started wearing my watch again because I'm, I am watching what I'm eating. I've stopped vaping and uh, yeah, I'm going to get my health back on. So thank you. Thank you. So um, 
yeah, I'm taking a, I'm taking notice of how many steps I'm doing and, you know, doing the outdoor walk on my Apple Watch and everything. And today, I actually, um, I did go into the gym for the first time with the intention of having a workout and getting that, my body, you know, beach beautiful. Um, yeah, it, it, something happened, let's put it Sorry, that way. I didn't mean to laugh. Right, okay, so this is what happened, Thank right? You. So you, you, you'd recorded some of this for us, right? So this is, this is what happens when Sean... Goes into the gym. To the gym. It's a bit of a commute. Ah, oh, listen to that. Ah, and we're in. Turn the power on. Oosh. And. Oh, me toe. <laughs> oh, 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 stop me toe. Oh, that's it. No, I'm out. No, forget it. Ah, ah, ah. Oh, no, me toe. I've only got my flip flops on. Oh. <laughs> so it didn't go to plan, so I didn't work out this morning. It's true. But hey, baby steps, right? <laughs> I think in your case, very baby steps because you'll break your foot otherwise. Who left the weights on the floor? It's ridiculous. I think it's just the fact you've obviously been trying to hold that noise in and it's coming out in dribs and drabs. <laughs> You're trying desperately not to scream like a banshee. Uh, yes, oh, I am funny. a man. I'm all man. I was nearly in tears. Thank hey, you. Hey, listen, you are what I do. It with because we've got a bit of a home gym here as well, and uh, I solve the problem of not going in by putting more things in there. So it's impossible. Somebody put a coffee table in there. I can't. I can't yes. have an excuse to get rid of the coffee table. It's like you know, I don't like that coffee table anymore. Let's stick it in that spare room where we've got all that stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, okay. So suddenly it's filled up with stuff, and I need to get back in. So maybe in the next couple of weeks, because I will have that room clear actually in a couple of weeks' time. Maybe you and I should do a bit mm. of a challenge here on Blind Guy. Maybe we. Maybe we're getting into summer. Maybe All we right. should, you know, take our recordings. I mean, God help you if you're listening to this. I would r not recommend headphones. <laughs> we are the new Joe Wicks. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be pretty much all you're going to hear for the first three weeks. But maybe we should, maybe we should record some stuff. Maybe and, we and, should. You know, do a little challenge for ourselves. All right. Well, I, you know, you're I'm doing not very well. Use... You're doing really well on the on the, Thank the smoking Thank side you. of things and the vaping. And you know that. Oh, oh fairness to you, that's a that's a bloody hard thing to do. It is. So you know, if if I can help. If I can encourage right. you, thank you. Yes, I will do my best. Uh, all right, we'll get in the gym. Uh, yeah, uh, just to say, I'm not allowed to use the treadmill, the cross trainer, the, or the rowing machine because I'm too heavy for them. Uh, so, other than that, yeah, let, let's let's do it. <laughs> See, we we, we did, well. I won't, I won't get into the details, but let's just say I can use mine. But let's just say that certain precautions have been taken. <laughs> Wow, now I'm intrigued. Okay, look out for uh, Blind Guy Talks Fitness. Coming Blind soon. Gu Blind Guy falls flat on his face. <laughs> Coming soon. Um, yeah, well, listen, have a great bank holiday. Uh, do you do much? I don't do anything on bank holidays. I just no, doesn't around. mean anything to me. Yeah. No. Well, we're just doing this, right? So, um, yeah, yeah but exactly. Anyway, have a wonderful day, what's left of it. And uh, we will be back tomorrow with the Samsung washing machine and lots more and uh, of course if you do want to send demos then i'd love to hear them you're more than welcome to send in your demo you can send in anything you like send in your comments uh, we'd love to get them and uh, we'll give you all the details in just a sec but for now sean priest thank you thank you
And we'll catch you again tomorrow for another show.